My name is Emmanuel Rukunas. I am a professor of international law and a member of the Academy of Athens, Greece. At the United Nations, I served as a member of the International Law Commission and uh, the Committee on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination and appointed by the Secretary General of the United Nations as uh, independent jurist. I also uh, served with, uh, as, uh, in expert committees with the UNESCO, uh, the Council of Europe, the European Union, and the Conference on Security and Cooperation in Europe. Uh, the subject of this lecture is non-state users of the law of the sea. The purpose is to identify some aspects of the relationship between the law of the sea and uh, its non-state users. This is an outline of a more elaborate subject. The assessment of the place of, uh, of uh, current and potential non-state users depends on the political, social, and economic activities governed by international law and the extent of its penetration into the body of domestic law. Notwithstanding limitations and in a more general sense, the ongoing expansion of, inter of application of, of international rules infers that finally we are all users of international law, be it in land, sea, or air. The non-state users are physical or, or, or legal persons, groups, companies, associations, networks, within or beyond the territories of states, whose actions come into the realm of international law or are in need of protection by international rules. The expression also includes misusers, uh, those who commit acts prohibited under international law. In literature and in many official documents, often appears the expression non-state actors, but we prefer here the term users as it covers those who are the final addressees, as well as those who participate in the implementation and sometimes in the elaboration of international principles and rules. During the United Nations Congress on uh, International Law, held uh, in New York for the celebration of the 50th anniversary of the United Nations, Professor Louis Son referred to a user-friendly international law of the sea to underline the need for an overall effective operation of international law in this vast area. But who are the users of the law of the sea? The 1982 United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, herein after the 1982 convention, refers more than 500 times to the state. The coastal state, the flag state, the port state, the uh, landlocked state, the developing state, etc., that agrees, negotiates, defines, takes into account, provides for, etc., whereas it roughly contains 10 reference to, references to the ship, the captain, the ship owner, and only once to the crew. This should not astonish, as the 1982 convention aimed at the codification and progressive development of state jurisdiction and control, the title, regime, delimitation in the sea, 
while the legal regime of non-state users is regulated in principle by dozens of other earlier or subsequent multilateral or bilateral treaties. The main feature, feature of the regulatory framework is that the state, uh, the, that state and non-state uh, users are governed by a legal policy system of both the law of the sea and maritime law, whose many important operational aspects are adopted and monitored by the International Maritime Organization, the IMO, but also the International Labor Organization, the ILO, and many other specialized international organizations. The normal non-state users of the, of the sea are uh, the ship and the shipping industry, the classification societies, the seafarers, the fishermen, the international community, and the civil society, but also the millions of other users, in particular passengers and owners of transported goods. Now, the perennial user is the ship. Uh, as for the ship, the central principle of international law is that of the flag state jurisdiction. The flag is the sign of submission of the ship to the legal order of a state. Article 91 of the 1982 Convention enunciates the customary principle that, I quote, there must exist a genuine link between the state and the ship, end of the quotation. This means that the state has a huge amount of legal obligations beginning from the safety and security of navigation and of persons and goods carried by the ship. Moreover, the domestic legal regime shall be shaped and implemented according to the relevant rules of international law. The flag state has the right and the obligation to inspect the ship at any time, although this requirement is not always easy to perform because either some states lack the necessary structure or the ship spends long periods of time away from the territory of the flag state. It is also reminded that the ship has a nationality, but not a legal personality. It is considered a corporal good with nationality, but the uh, legal personality belongs to its owner, a physical person, or most uh, frequently a company, not always identifiable. On the other hand, the owner has a personality, but his or her nationality may differ from the nationality of the ship. This is called the beneficial ownership. Furthermore, it is reported that today a very important percentage of ships are under flags of convenience or flags of open registry. A flag of open registry derives from the registration of a ship in a country whose legislation or administration is not very strict or whose taxes on profits are low or labor laws are weak. But we should here draw attention to the fact that many ships flying flags of open registry are modern, well-equipped, and abide by the existing 
international rules of regulations. Most of the ships with open, under open registry are self-regulated. Self now the shipping industry. As for the shipping industry, uh, advances in technology during the last uh, 50 years made uh, shipping an increasingly efficient, swift, and lucrative method of transportation of goods and, uh, and persons by all types of ships. The shipping industry operates in a flexible environment, and ship owners adopt a multitude of leg legitimate practices of adaptability to the requirements of the market. Among these methods, the bare boat chartering, the beneficial ownership, the single ship companies, reflagging and double flagging are expanding worldwide. The impact of the growing presence of multinationals and the ger generalized uh, privatization of the economies as ideology and as system have not received until now the necessary, at least theoretical, attention from international lawyers. One important feature of this economic and social activity is that the building, management, and operation of the ship must respond to certain minimum standards set up by more than 40 international conventions and 800 codes and recommend recommendations elaborated, modified, and followed up, up by organs of the IMO, the International Maritime Organization. The legal policy system includes rules of variable intensity for safe, secure, and efficient shipping on clean oceans. This is the slogan. There are measures aimed at the prevention of accidents, including standards for ship design, construction, equipment, uh, operation, and manning. Uh, these measures are included uh, in particular in the very important conventions on the safety of life at sea, the SOLAS Convention, uh, the uh, MARPOL, the Convention for the Prevention of Pollution by Ships, the STCW, Convention on Standards of Training for Seafarers, and the International Convention on Search and Rescue, the International Convention on Oil Pollution Pre Preparedness, Response and Cooperation, the International Convention on Civil Liability for Oil Pollution Damage, and other international instruments. In matters of oil pollution, the cardinal rule is the liability of the ship owner. However, this rule creates a number of inadequacies for the compensation of victims. On the other hand, with the exception of the poorly ratified 1974 Convention for the Prevention from Maritime Pollution from Land-Based Sources, that merely deals with pollution from pipelines, that is to say from a limited um, part of the pollution uh, coming from land, uh, the absence of an international treaty universally applicable for the protection of the marine environment uh, from land-based, uh, sometimes catastrophic pollution can be described as a lacuna in international law. Now, there are non-state users who certify other non-state users' qualities. Beside the state control, 
there are non-state users that certify the seaworthiness and navigability of the non-state user, that is, the ship. These are the private classification societies which deliver classification certificates, certificates of utmost importance for the safety and security of navigation, insurance and credit for the ship. Since 1970, three developments marked the, this profession. First, the number of classification societies have increased. Second, the most important international conventions, SOLAS, MARPOL, load lines, entrusted the classification, the, the non-state, the non-governmental uh, uh, classification societies with the exercise by delegation from the state of specific competences uh, in matters related not only to the seaworthiness of the ship, but also to the management and the qualification of the crew. Third, non-state organizations, such as the International Association of Classification Societies, were established with the aim to preserve the quality of classification. The increasing activities of classification societies lead to questions of liability. After the accident of Estonia in 1994 in the Baltic Sea, where more than 900 people lost their lives, the families of the victims sued the classification society of the ship on the basis of extra-contractual liability. Most recently, in January 2nd, 2008, the United States District Court of New York dismissed a claim of the Spanish government regarding the liability of the classification society that delivered a certificate of seaworthiness to the prestige, a single hull uh, oil cargo that in 2004 sank off the coasts of Spain and heavily polluted the area. But it is impressive to state that some days later, in January 16, uh, 2008, the Paris Tribunal de Grande Instance held an opposite view in the case of the oil cargo Erika, the, another uh, single-hull uh, oil tanker that sank in 1999 off the coast of France and caused extended marine pollution to the Bay of Biscay. The French court imposed penalties not only to the ship owner and the charterer of the ship, but also to a classification society. It is characteristic that the classification society uh, pleaded before the court immunity on the same grounds as the flag state, contending that it was performing a state competence. Here lies another unsettled question of possible liability of the state that delegates its powers to a private company for the control of compliance uh, by, the by another non-state user of the law of the sea, of its own international organizations, or, uh, obligations, that is to say, of the state itself. Now, there are non-state users that need special international attention. Seafarers are the, ca the, the characteristic category of workers over one, one and a half million, who from time immemorial regularly experience conditions of hardship and danger in their profession. The leading role 
in this field is that of the International Labour Organization, the ILO. Since uh, 1920, the ILO has adopted 69 international, 69 international conventions and many other instruments addressing the maritime uh, sector of labor in all its aspects. This fragmentation did not help the control of implementation of the international standards by the state's parties and also the ratification by all states of, of all the 69 conventions. So, the uh, International Labour Organization adopted in 2006 a consolidated maritime labour convention that brings together the contents of uh, all uh, 69 uh, other conventions and includes the totality of international rules concerning uh, labour uh, at sea. Another uh, users that need special international attention are the abandoned seafarers. The abandonment of ships and crew by a ship owner following either a ship arrest by creditors or a detention uh, by foreign port authorities for uh, transgression of international rules and regulations is another alarming phenomenon in maritime affairs. And the International uh, Transport to Workers Federation uh, makes appeals to the European Union ILO and other international organizations to act uh, for the uh, elimination of this phenomenon. Other non-state users who are in need of special attention by the law of the sea are the fishers. Fish is food, source of income and employment, element of conservation and management of the natural resources of the sea and a contributor to sustainable development. Without entering the rather problematic and an insufficient international regulation on fisheries, we have to say a word about the fishers themselves. Asia and Africa, Asia and Africa, count over 85% of the 30 million fishers and 90% uh, of decked fishing vessels all over the world. The ILO again adopted in 2007 a, another comprehensive uh, convention uh, entitled Work in Fishing Convention. This convention applies to living and working conditions for commercial fishing. Now, another uh, question that we should deal with is the eternal love between the ship and the port. Efforts should focus on the framing of the flag state jurisdiction with some international monitoring and control. The bypass of the flag state is attempted through the system established since 1980 by the Memorandums of, und of Understanding of Port State Control. Memorandums of Understanding of Port State Control. Uh, this is a, a system that expands from Europe and the Americas to the Mediterranean and to Asia. Uh, the system is based on the idea of the eternal love between the port and the ship. As we know, the port and the ship cannot exist without each other. Thus, the memorandums of port state control provide for the port state the possibility to inspect all ships, I repeat, all ships entering a port, flying whatever flag, and irrespective of the fact that the flag state is or is not 
a party to a number of international conventions, mainly those of IMO and ILO, regulating the safety and security of navigation. Uh, the, uh, the impact of this kind of international regulation is that by requiring, by requiring that all ships abide by universally accepted international standards, the port state protects the public interest as well as in the field of unfair competition by foreign flags, its own interest, and becomes a sort of trustee of the international community. Thus, in practice, international law transcends and ignores the flag state and is directly applicable to the private users of the sea, to the ship, to the ship owner, to charterer, etc. In one of my lectures at the Hague Academy of International Law, I suggested that the port state memorandums inaugurate a new international regime where the genuine link, as we said about Article 91 of the 1982 Convention, the genuine link between the ship that is a non-state user and international law has to exist anyway, whatever is the link between the actual link between the ship and its flag state. Now, there are other non-state users. Many other human activities uh, enter the realm of non-state users of the sea. For example, scientific research has opened a difficult discourse on state and non-state users. Also, finding, excavation, recovery in situ protection, uh, ownership, public and private, and compensation concerning underwater cultural and historic objects have now a framework of regulation uh, in Articles 149 and 303 of the 1982 Convention and in the uh, newer, newest 2001 Convention on the Protection of the Underwater Cultural Heritage adopted by UNESCO. Other newcomers in the oceans are the private companies that will explore and exploit the international seabed, the area, established by Part 11 of the 1982 Convention and the 1994 Implementation Agreement thereof. Activities by non-state users in the area will open new perspectives of direct application of international law, including procedures of dispute settlement. Now, the international community is also a non-state user uh, of uh, the law of the sea, of the sea. And, and th th this is the approach that we have when we speak of the global commons. The expression global commons or commons indicates the, area, the areas uh, beyond national jurisdiction and for semantic reasons is welcomed uh, by public opinion. It includes the high seas, the atmosphere, the outer space, and Antarctica. Antarctica. These spaces are open to all peoples and all nations, and activities therein, including their protection, are regulated uh, by, principle, by the principle of the flag state jurisdiction. However, this is not always the case. Uh, some states, unless they are actually affected by the harm, 
do not uh, seem to have to care uh, very much about the quality of uh, the oceans. The law of the sea is lacking a comprehensive network of legal protection of the commons as such. Uh, the complex legal problems have been illustrated some years ago by our colleagues, uh, Manusha Sanjani and Michael Riesman, but the United Nations General Assembly seems to have forgotten this uh, question. Now, there is also a, uh, one significant newcomer uh, among the non-state users of the law of the sea. This is the civil society. By the expression civil society, we mean uh, persons and uh, groups, uh, single persons and groups, devoted to the common good and acted, uh, acting with or without legal personality. Uh, networks of civil society are, are expanding uh, all over the world, in all states, and are present in international affairs. They cooperate, they substitute, but also oppose the state. In the field of the law of the sea, we remind that a private group uh, led by the late uh, Elizabeth Borgese and Ambassador Ar Arvid pra Pardo of uh, Malta put in action the idea of modifying the 41958 uh, Geneva Conventions on the Law of the Sea and uh, reintroduced the concept of common heritage of mankind for the seabed. On the other hand, the system of comprehensive reporting to IMO by ships is due to initiatives of non-governmental organizations. Groups of the civil society are acting for the monitoring and the implementation of the already mentioned uh, major IMO, ILO, and uh, the food agricultural organizations and international conventions, and of other uh, international instruments, the Convention for the Regulation of Whaling, the Convention on, on Biodiversity, and the Convention on the Conservation of Migrat Migratory Species, uh, as well. The concept of sustainable development Develop, originated also uh, from private uh, initiative groups. The growing importance of civil society in marine and maritime affairs appears to be structured uh, and uh, thorough assess, as, to, 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 uh, appeals to a structured and thorough assessment of its role as a user of the law of the sea. Its task is more complex uh, than when it faces human rights where the agenda and the interlocutors, the state and its organs, the human me being as addressees of rights and obligations and sometimes the enterprises, have to respond to different preoccupations. In ocean affairs, civil society has to convince not only governments, but also conflicted, conflicting private interests, varying in origin, structure and capacity. Not surprisingly, Organizations aiming a place in civil society uh, also adopt impressive uh, public methods of uh, expression. In a more general context, the ability of private and other non-state users to influence structural modification, but, not, but also immobility in ocean affairs, continues to be underestimated. Now, the misusers, to complete this uh, panorama, we should say something about the misusers of the law of the sea. Uh, beside uh, 
flag state, uh, the flag state jurisdiction, specific criminal acts by non-state persons perpetrated in different maritime zones are addressed, first of all, by the 1982 convention uh, rather inadequately, to my opinion. Article 110 non-exhaustively uh, enunciates only five situations where uh, warships are authorized to intercept foreign uh, merchant ships on the high seas, and Articles 1 to 107 deal in a rather classical way with piracy. To face the repeated and growing cases of armed robbery against ships and crew, smuggling or trafficking of migrants, illicit traffic of narcotic drugs, as well as asymmetric attacks, terrorism and other, at sea, a number of international instruments, such as the 1988 Vienna Convention Against Illicit Traffic in Narcotic Drugs and Psychosomatic and Psychotropic uh, Substances, as amended, and agreements on the interception of suspect ships concluded, concluded in 2003 under the Proliferation Security Initiative, the PSI, the 2004 IMO International Ship and Port Security Code, the ISPS, and many other aim at establishing more effective methods of cooperation between the flag state and the international community. The same goes for the unregulated, unregulated, unreported, and illegal fishing. And uh, we should say that there is some controversy uh, over some aspects, over, over a number of aspects of uh, jurisdiction and control uh, in the exclusive economic zone. But the problems of recklessness or wanton refusal of some flag states to abide by the requirements of law and order in the ocean uh, remain, and some governments try to solve uh, these problems by referring to the uh, quote-unquote creative use of existing uh, international law, uh, and end of the quotation. Now the conclusion. The state, we should underline that the state is the institutional and primary user, user or in all matters related to the oceans. But along with competent international organizations, non-state users need to be more thoroughly identified. This was the purpose of this lecture, to identify only not to go uh, to the substance. This will, be, will permit a better assessment of the effectiveness of the rules of international law towards all uh, the users of the sea. Thank you.